This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to Guestimators, the game show where guesswork beats Google. Join me, Andy Bush, and a celebrity guesstimator as we try to figure out what the British public really think about tough philosophical questions like, is Bono better than Daniel O'Donnell? This week we're joined by magician, comedian and broadcaster Ben Hanlon. Over the course of 20 years, Ben has gone from street performer to the London Palladium and he may be one of the millions of people who saw him pranking celebrities and members of the public in his hit ITV2 show, Tricked. Ben, welcome to Guestimators. Hello, thank you for having me. It's brilliant to have you on. How did you get into magic? You're a fantastic magician. How did it even <laughs> begin for you? Uh, started the same way it starts with most young lads. I was 13 years old. Um, I was a bit of an average kid at school. School, wasn't good at sport tried to learn guitar couldn't do music my <laughs> options were limited and then one day on channel four out comes david blaine so we're talking late 90s oh, wow. and that was the time where for the, some people will remember the moment his specials came out some people might not remember it but he just completely changed the game in the world of magic and he was in a t-shirt and jeans deck of cards walking around new york and i just thought it was the coolest thing ever so i got bitten by that bug started learning tricks went to school and then all of a sudden I became like the weird geeky magic kid. Uh, and <laughs> played the long game. Yeah, long game. yeah. And uh, it hasn't stopped since, really. And I've just kept doing it. Well, well listen, uh, it is brilliant to have you on the podcast. Can't wait to see how you get on on Guestimators. Let's get straight into the quiz and recap how it works with our resident quiz guru, Matt Cutler, a.k.a. The Statman. Thank you, Bush, and welcome to the show, Ben. Good to have another Brummy voice uh, on this podcast. <laughs> Up the Brummies. <laughs> so this is how Guestimators works. We have a diverse sample of the British public representing a wide range of demographics, attitudes and interests, and we call them the Guestination. Every week we ask the Guestination a series of questions with no correct answer. Ridiculous questions. Your job is to try and guesstimate what their most common answers were. Simple as that. In no way is this anything similar to Family Fortunes. No, it's nothing <laughs> like Family Fortunes at all. And if we get sued, uh, you're legally fine, Ben. It's no problem. Right, so no questions before we start? No. Perfect. Let's do it. Perfect. So this week's Guestimators quiz is about BMX, blinking, and city breaks. Our listeners have been playing it all week, so let's see how you and Bush fare. Three rounds of questions. I'll take your answers, but there's a pen and paper there, Ben, if you want to take some notes. Oh, right. This is serious. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is serious quizzing. Stuff. All right. Okay. So round one, we're going to be talking about weekends away. So we told the destination they had unlimited money for the weekend, but they had to stay in the confines of one city. I want you to tell me the top three cities that were chosen in order. And I'll give you a half point if you say the right city, but in the wrong 
position. Okay, okay so you want top. So you. So let, oh, let, me, let me just be clear. Here. I, by the way, tell me if I'm taking too long on an answer. No, but, no, this is good. So, to be clear, you can go to any city in the world for a long weekend, plus one on your own. They were never given that. Uh, what kind time of weekend have you got in mind? I'm just checking. I just want to know what I'm dealing with here. And um, flights included. The, the, it was never never mentioned. Never but, mentioned. Okay. So you have to make some assumptions there, I think. So, but you've got to stay in the confines of the city, even though you've got unlimited money. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, that's fine. There's a lot. There's in, a lot your, in your time going up and down the country or around the world doing magic, is it, do you get a different reaction from different areas? Oh, would you oh, say? Oh, definitely. And nations, right? So, um, depending on where you are. Things like Scotland are always really good crowds. Right. Really good crowds in Scotland. Um, but even nations, right? So it's stereotypical. And if you've ever seen a comedy special, you, on, you'll know this. But you walk on stage to say an American or Americans, their go-to setting when they're watching a performer is, we want, hey, we want this guy to be amazing. <laughs> this guy is guy. brilliant. Prove us wrong, right? They assume you're brilliant and they're cheering just because they love you already. They want the best for you. Yeah. Whereas the Brits go, all right then. Impress me, boy. Impress me. Impress me. I'm not going to clap and cheer until you've done. So, yeah, there is that. And then, weird, I did a gig in Germany. Yeah. And the, just before I went on, bear in mind, it's a comedy-based act. Uh, the guy went, just thought you're not. Uh, they will not laugh. They don't laugh. <laughs> they and don't, it's just German crowds they, don't laugh. They just don't laugh. And afterwards, they went, you were really funny. I was like, you could have let your face know about it. Anyway, right. Um, so, let's just, in my head, I'm guessing, this is this is my real sad magician brain, I'm guessing a lot of people you'd have asked would have been in the London-based area. Oh. oh so I'm guessing they're not going to say a UK-based city. Um, that's, that's, I would have said... Ben's game in the game. Exactly, right? game in the game. I'm thinking, the big ones for me are... I'm gonna. I'm not committing to an answer yet. I'm just thinking. I'm showing you my workings. New York's up there. Paris is up there, and then it would definitely be for me Las Vegas. But I don't know if that's the go-to setting. Have you missed Birmingham out of there? Obviously, you two are both Brummies. Surely Birmingham gets in the list of three. Would you say? Yeah. I mean, if you're giving me a, an endless checkbook here, I don't know if I'm going to spend a few hours at the Bull Ring. I'm going. To, I'm going to the Bellagio. Do you know well, what I mean? Can I ask? Can, like, I, I, I've been to Birmingham, uh, Birmingham once, but we yeah. never went anywhere like into the centre. Um, I, I spent a lot of time in Bristol, which has got a place called the Bear Pit, which is an equally menacing name as the Bull Ring. What yeah. the hell is? What the hell is the Bull Ring? The Bull Ring's a shopping. Well, it's a, it used. To, it's a shopping centre. And Why do they call it the Bull Ring though? Oh well, Matt. Yeah, I'm looking at you know, as actually. a fellow. As the stat man, I should probably know that. But yeah, why is? Do you know? What? I don't know why it's called the Bull Ring, but I know that back in the 70s, it was a it was a market. So my dad used to have a market stall at the Bull Ring. So oh, it was wicked. a market shopping centre, and then it all got flattened about 15 years ago. What did he sell, your dad? Uh, sheepskin rugs. Amazing. And uh, sheepskin products. So like you know, I bet like, he smelt good. Yeah. Well, funny enough, he now still sells sheepskin rugs. <laughs> um, sorry, vegans, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> The, uh, the the fur's a byproduct of the meat. Anyway, discussion. Uh, back to the city. Back to the city. Right. So yeah, just Any... looking yours in there. You, you're going New York. New, New York, definitely. That would be especially this time of year. I reckon people have been watching Home Alone. It's on top. Of... I'm going New York. I'm going Paris. Oh, I would say. I don't think people are going to go Vegas. I would say. I'm going to go Rome. Oh, a bit of a curveball right there. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go London. Right, I'm just going to say London. I mean, even though Ben quite rightly points out that there's probably maybe a bit more London-centric the people that have, have taken the, the, the quiz. Uh, New York, I agree with you there. I'm going to say, bearing in mind I am from Merseyside, I'm going to say Liverpool. That's in your top three, is it? Top three, vibrant. Go and see Everton's new stadium being built. Right, uh, uh, yeah. Go to the Liverpool One shopping centre. 
If Liverpool's up there, I'll give you the money myself. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Locking them in. Wrong quiz show. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> right, so uh, question four on this round. Only members of one gender on the destination said Dubai. Ooh. Was it men or women? Oh, that's a man thing, isn't it? That's... Have you been to Dubai? I've never been to Dubai. No, I've not been to Dubai. Um, the wife, she, she's not that bothered by it. She's like, there's other places. I don't know. How, how, however, this time of year, people go, don't they? But... It seems to have got like really popular with like influencers and, yeah, and I, people on Instagram. And I am kind of <laughs> I am kind of waiting for some hotel to go, would you like to come over? Or so that'd be lovely. <laughs> um, but no, I've not been. It's. I think it's one of those, if you just w- want to enjoy yourself and have sun, crack on yeah Yeah. Um, what is your ideal holiday then Ben in that case I've got two young kids so whatever is going to give me the least amount of stress what age is children six and four oh wow hence why you said do you want to come and spend a day come to London and do I'm like yes (laughs) I will do this just a bit of peace yeah but the, the things now when I've got six and four year old what do I need I need like Short flight ish. Yeah. So we go. We actually go to Tenerife, Gran Canaria, quite a lot. Lovely. Like four hours in the winter. Uh, they've got a swimming pool, and it's just easy. Like the, we're at the time of our lives where we're not looking for culture holidays. Yeah. We just want you know. There's childcare. There's a log flume. Whatever. Done. Kids club. Uh, Kids club. We, yeah. we had a similar thing uh, in the summer, and there was um there was one family. There was a couple downstairs who, who was I think he'd FaceTimed the room. He's left the the wife's phone in the room so they could see the baby asleep. And they just had a call running of FaceTime whilst they're having their dinner. You know, you got, you got to be, you got to adapt, I guess, if you want to try and have any social time when you got kids. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, or what you do now if there's any young parents, just take the in-laws with you. Yes. Take, I take the mother-in-law. Happy days. Right. So um, you go men for Dubai. Men, I'd say it's a man thing. I reckon. I agree. It's quite a shiny man place. Shiny man place, which I believe is the official. Yeah. Uh, emblem and uh, have motto. You, have you seen the thing they're building though? This la- the line. No. Have you not seen this? No. I think it's called the line. Someone's going to definitely correct me if I got this wrong. So basically, it's in. I'm going to somewhere in the Middle East. Maybe it's. Abu- oh, I think it's in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. I think I know what you're Sorry, about, yeah. yeah. And it's about hundred kilometers long. Right. Hundred kilometers long, and it's a city that's just long. So it's only like X meters wide, but everything is on a sh- in a straight line wow and the idea is they're going to build this thing and it's multi 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 story yeah and you can get from one end of the line to the other in like 16 minutes but wow. and at the end is like the ocean yeah but the idea is you can have this city where you can all function with parks on rooftops parks hotel like millions of people will live in this line in and the it's, line yeah and they're building it like as we speak it yeah. sounds like a, sci- a sci-fi uh, thing on yeah. channel 5 the line it is something like that wow well, what about that I may or may not have just googled that it's called Neom Neon. 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 That does neon. sound sci-fi. That is sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neon, neon 5. Channel yeah. 5. Does it say how long it is? Because I said about 100 kilometres. It's something... That's, that's, a, that's a guesstimator's question oh. right there for a future series, I think, isn't it? Uh, need to come back to you on that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Fine. Sorry. If you know how long uh, Neom is, do get in touch. It's <laughs> at guesstimators right now. Uh, so we're locking in men and men for men and uh, men. Dubai. Cool. And the last question on this round was the one person, one person on the guesstimation who said Athens... A teenager or an OAP? There's always one. There's always one in these yeah, questions. I mean, I don't know how Gen Z think anymore. Is that, is that Gen Z? I've got no I don't idea. Know, yeah, it, it's baffling. It is baffling. Athens, though, kind of. Um, I can imagine. I, I'd be quite interested to go to Athens on a historical, not nightclubbing, yeah. just in a historical sense. I guess. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd say Athens is an older spot. It's not if you're if you're in your teens and you're chalking up your wish list. Is Athens your go-to? 
I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. What are you? Are you leaning towards the OAP? I think so, so. to speak. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to copy Ben there completely as well and go OAP. Oh gosh, there's a lot of wait, there's, there's a lot of copying going on. Yeah. Here. Okay. Perfect. Well, before uh, I give you the answers, I'm just going to play you a little message from said person. You'll you'll very easily be able to tell what age they are. Hi, I'm Harriet and I'm from Birmingham. So, the reason I picked Athens as the city to go to with an unlimited amount of money is because the Greek do that thing where um, they smash plates at (laughs) celebrations to ward off evil spirits. So, I would want to go to loads of parties and smash loads of plates because I just think it'd be really fun. And then the money could buy drinks and more plates. Ah. We're simple people, as promise. Do you know what I thought it was? I thought there was some sort of like Game of Thrones. When I heard the voice, I was like, oh, is it a Game of Thrones oh, yeah. reference? Filming location yeah. or something like that. No, smashing, smashing just plates. smashing plates. I love it when they smash the plate. We, you, we used to have a Zorba's in Acox Green <laughs> and then it closed down and I've never been since. Um, uh, path, Pathos, when are you going to be smashing the plates? You do the bit where you put the uh, uh, table on your chin. Don't they always do that? <laughs> um, by the way, I didn't ask you, what would have been your answer? What for? For you, 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 unlimited funds, weekend away. Where and why? Do you know what? I, I haven't been to Las Vegas in years, uh, and, and I've I've kind of learned to play craps since I went to uh, on like you know computer games. I'm really cool. I'm a really cool guy, <laughs> um, and I'd love to go back and just see whether I, I could you know because you stay on the table for as long as you can in craps and get free drinks. I'd love to go back to Vegas and see if I can uh, and make it big. Is there any skill in craps? I think that you. The, the skill is trying to stay and get free drinks. I think. Right. So, like, you know, you play blackjack or, or roulette, one hit and then you're off. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if if you're trying to get the cheapest holiday possible, it, the turn's got to come back round to you. So I guess there is a tiny bit of skill in it, but not a lot. It's still pretty random. But I just love I just love all the casinos and all that kind oh, of thing. It's, yeah, I, I think as a magician as well, it's like the mecca of magic. So yeah. it used to be your, your goal was get a show in Vegas. If you can get a show in Vegas, you've made it. Yeah. So it's still a little bit like that in the sense so I always say everybody should go to Vegas at one point and you'll love it or hate it you'll come away from it and go that's not for me because it is freaky because they're, they're, I mean, there's the rumours that they pump oxygen into the, yeah. the the casinos to keep you awake and it's also coming down to go for breakfast in the morning you just hear fruit machines going Yeah. so it's like living in a pub or something like that do you know what I mean yeah. so, uh, well, where's the weirdest place you've done a, a gig Ben I mean you must get asked to do corporate gigs Where and everything all the time uh, Riyadh uh, I've been to Asia I've been all over Really, um, I'm trying to think what's the weirdest. I've been on, done a gig on a yacht with Kim for Kim Kardashian. That oh, was really? a bit weird. You did you did a trick on her. What, what yeah. trick did you do on Kim Kardashian? So literally, they said, right, she's we've got this party for her. She, she you're going to have a spot where we're going to stop the whole party and you're going to do a trick to her. Wow. And I was thinking, well, this woman is billionaire. She flies all over the world. What can I do that's going to impress her? She's probably seen everything. So I thought it'd be a good idea to swallow needles. <laughs> So that's what, you do. so I took um, half a dozen needles or a dozen needles, swallowed them, swallowed some cotton, and then pulled them out and almost regurgitated them where they were all tied onto the cotton, which wow. she wasn't expecting. Um, and she was like, "That's amazing," <laughs> and that was it, really. But yeah, but so there we go. What I love about um, what you do though with with magic, magic is a real um, can be quite a leveler. With you can get someone that's kind of mm. you know a huge name, a huge celebrity. You think they're mm. kind of I guess kind of cynical about everything. Yep. But you, they, you perform a trick on someone, it almost takes them back to being like a child a little bit you know you hope so you do hope so sometimes i've met celebrities that are literally because as you must get it on your show they're sometimes just wheeled from place to place yeah. and they're not always pre- and they're like oh here's a magician and they're just going 
thank you, thanks very much. And then you're like, oh gosh. Um, but yeah, that does. I tell you what, and I know obviously you're into your rock music. Sometimes, in, you might, obviously, the goal of a rock star is to be cool, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And to not give a thing, you know. That's not the reaction I want as a magician. Right. When they're like... Disinterested. Yeah, disinterested. Yeah. That's how that. That's their brand, isn't it? <laughs> so you don't want to do any tricks on Liam Gallagher in the... In Could the, you imagine? He'd be like, yeah, that's all right, yeah. that, yeah. Why are you bothering right. doing that? Yeah. Um, okay, well, brilliant. Uh, let's get our... <laughs> should we get the scores from uh, Statman Matt and see how we've done? So the scores are in. Ben, you're narrowly leading this round. You got two and a half out of five, and Bush, you got one and a half. Wow. So here are the answers. So the top three cities chosen in order, New York in number one, Ben, you got that. Yes. Number two was actually Tokyo, which neither of you oh, neither that would of you be came good. up into conversation. No, no offense to Tokyo, I would not have had that down as like a. I'd like to go though. Now you've said it, it is on my list, but yeah, it didn't even spring to my mind. Never even popped into me yet. And third was Paris. So um, oh. Ben, you had that second, so you get half mark. And Bush, you had New York in second, but no, London and Liverpool weren't in there. And I think I, I can't remember which one of you said, but I think London is probably. Us Brits, we think about going abroad straight away, don't you? If you have the option, you don't think about holidaying in the UK. No, that's a good point. Where, where am I yeah. going to go? So I think that's maybe why. And then the Bullring, Birmingham would and have just been off, off that of list, I imagine. But the people well. that pick Tokyo, they're not, they're not valuing their time because you're going to lose a couple of days just getting there. Yeah. I mean, so, Ben has introduced the element of travel in this, which we hadn't previously considered. So it's a very I good thought. point. You've got to get a return on your time. Otherwise, you, you've been gone for a week. You have only had 48 hours. What's going on? Do you know what this is? This is dad logic. Yeah. I'm like, you've used a lot of your annual holiday for essentially 48 hours of sushi. <laughs> and so, yeah, so the last two, yeah, men were indeed the, uh, the Dubai lovers. And um, as you could hear from Harriet, she is very much a teenager. Okay. So we stacked that at the end, didn't we, mm. with the whole OAP thing? Uh, right, so where are we at in the scores one more time? So, Bush, you're on one and a half. Ben, you're on two and a half. Yeah, okay. Get cool. in there. All right. Uh, before we get into round two, uh, a quick reminder that if you want to play Guestimators, all you need to do is sign up at guestimators.com. The weekly quiz will land in your email inbox on a Monday morning. You'll have until Thursday lunchtime to complete it. Uh, make sure you register now and see whether you can top the weekly quiz charts. All our historic quizzes are on guestimators.com too. So, if you're listening long after this podcast went out, you can see whether your score would have got you into the top 10 Statman Matt back over to you then for round 2 Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour Wearing a men's warehouse outfit makes you confident like you could do anything so you dance like no one is watching even though everyone is watching because of the men's warehouse outfit you interview like the job is already yours because it is because of the men's warehouse outfit you golf as if the rules don't apply to you because you're too well dressed for rules because of the men's warehouse outfit at men's warehouse get measured get fitted get hot get confident in everything from tailored suits to underwear and all the stuff in between love the way you look at men's warehouse Thanks, Bush. So round two, we're entering the world of competitive sport, but with a twist. So we asked the destination who'd win this 100-meter race, and there were four options. Okay. Option one was Chris Hoy on foot. Hoy on foot. Is that that? Two was Prince William and King Charles on a tandem bike. <laughs> yeah, it gets even better. Three was Lance Armstrong on rollerblades. Ah. And option four was Usain Bolt, but 
but on a kid-sized BMX. On like a little tiny, like you see scallywags in your local exactly. area going around. <laughs> exactly. Um, but before we even get into this, uh, Ben, if you were to do an Olympic sport, what do you think you'd be good at? Oh, I'm not, I'm not built. I'm not built for sport. Um, what would be my? I'm only. I'm like five foot eight, right? So that eliminates you in a lot of sports. Um, <laughs> what would it be? Are you fast? You got good land speed? Ish. I, I, I'm more. I, I play a little bit of racquetball. That's about it. I've seen adverts for racquetball around. It's the best. South it's End. the best. What is it? Is it like a sport from the Henry VIII's time? No, racquetball is basically squash with a different racket and a different ball. Um, but it's like. And have you ever played squash with somebody over 50? They're really good. So, like, I used to play squash. My dad's 70, right? And if you've got a dad who's 60 or 70 and they used to play squash, I think in the 90s, squash was a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all really good. Wow. And it's really frustrating that all, all these, like, pensioners can kick our backsides at squash. But our version now is racquetball. So uh, it's basically the same as squash. You get very sweaty in a very short space of time. Little tiny room or big yeah, room? Yeah, same room, same court. Same, same court. court. Um, and then you've got um, pickleballs, this new thing that the Americans are playing. Sounds painful. Fastest growing sport. Yeah, um, fastest growing sport. And then paddle tennis is this mm. other thing, wow. which is like this glass court. Have you seen these videos? I've played a bit of paddle, yeah. Oh, what did you think? It's really it's really fun and anyone can play it. But you've got to play in You've got to, it's two on two, so... Sometimes yeah. getting a team together can be a bit. So, tricky. are any of these from the Tudor era? No, <laughs> no. That you're, you're thinking of that weird thing. Every year on Wimbledon, they always cut to the random like indoor court that's yeah. like this random old game. They're of, in a ruffle. Yeah, and they're bouncing it off the walls. And it's real like, tennis. That's called. Oh, real he knows tennis. his racket yeah. sports, yeah. doesn't he? There's a court at Wimbledon, and there's a court at Lords as well. Right, so that's how they used to play tennis back in the exactly, day. Yeah, and yeah. Anne Boleyn would be knocking, doing a forehand or whatever. There you go. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even ask the question on this. So, question. <laughs> question one. So you've got Chris Hoy on foot, the uh, Prince uh, William and King Charles on a tandem, Lance Armstrong on rollerblades, Usain Bolt, but on a kid-sized BMX. Question one. What was the most common answer? Who did the guest nation think would win that? Okay. Right. What are you thinking, Ben? Okay, so... I think I figured it out. Okay. He's got it. I figured it out. Yeah. So you got to remember, you got to think logically, right? Lance Armstrong. Let's let's eliminate the obvious. Lance Armstrong on roller skates. I'm suggesting seventy percent of adults can't roller skate. That's him gone. Lance might have some good stuff though. Do you know what I mean? Can I just say, Ben, it's on roller blades, not roller skates. I don't know whether that changes your. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm just gonna assume for the purposes of this <laughs> fictional race that he can't <laughs> skate. Also, I might assume that he might not even. Pass the medical on might be a problem. drugs grounds. <laughs> it might be a problem. <laughs> so he okay. doesn't even pass the medical yeah. and he can't roll a blade, skate, whatever. So he's out. He's gone. You're, you're gone. Now, I was thinking about this tandem, William and Charles. If you'd have changed it to 200 or 400, they're in with a shot, right? I would imagine yeah. the hardest bit, and it depends how much practice they've got. I'm assuming they're coming in quite cold on this. They haven't had weeks to train. <laughs> no context of, I, wish, I wish I could give you all the background to every it's question it's back to the uh, travel arrangements for the weekend away plan yeah yeah. Here, this it? is it magicians think about every minute detail <laughs> what is the training regime have they had a, a fitness coach have you ever been on a tandem before no but the, I, it's awful yeah. they're really hard to, to ride it, it, that, well that's what I was, I was thinking the first 20-30 metres they're going to take ages to find their rhythm wobbling all over the yeah. shop again if it was a mile 400 metres They've got, they're going to probably, but over 100, I think the race will be over before they've even stopped arguing. Good right? thinking. So, so he's, they're out. They're out. Out. Now we've got a 50 50. Now, now you have to think about the psychology of the nation. 
people are going to go, people are inherently very lazy in their decision making. They're going to go, Usain Bolt, winner, I reckon. Just because of his surname, isn't Just it? Just because it's Bolt and it's Usain. Yeah. I would say, if, if I was putting money on it, it would be Chris Hoy, I reckon. I would say Chris Hoy would probably win it. But I'm going to say for the answers of this, Usain Bolt, BMX. I'm so, locking it in. So you're getting into the minds of the public there, which is the whole point of guesstimators. You've got this, Ben. I mean, I'm going to go with Chris Hoy only because I, I think we interviewed him at work and he's a very... He looked like he was very like if you if you were to like squeeze my arm, it's quite flabby and no, it's it's like a a side of like pork or something. Whereas <laughs> Chris Chris looked like it was all muscle. Do you know what I mean if you if you were to cook and eat Chris Hoy, it'd be very tough and gamey, but it's all muscle. I think so. I'm going to go for oh, Chris. Do you know what though? I've just realised I didn't take into account the size of Usain Bolt. That's a good point. Reason being, bad. right? I've got a kid. And I occasionally, when my kid leaves their bike out or a thing out, you end up trying to move their bike into the shed. And stupidly, you try and write. But the sheer weight of your weight pushing down on the bike means it's impossible to move because the, the pedals won't turn because you're too heavy. Usain Bolt's going to be weighing in at, what, 16 stone? He's big. He's that, a big guy. That bike ain't going to move. So you ch- are you changing your... Oh, am I allowed to? Where does this leave you, You are allowed to, yeah. Right, in that case, I think... Chris Hoy would win it. Do I think the public would would have said Chris Hoy? Are they factoring in the weight to pedal ratio on the bike? I don't know. Um, Just before you make your final decision here, Ben, our, our first guest on this podcast was uh, Mel Gedroich. And uh, we now have a phrase called the uh, the Gedroich paradox, which is where you have an initial thought on something and then you talk yourself out of what oh. turns out to be the correct answer. So stay with your initial connection, I reckon. Fine. Okay. I'll... I'll Oh, go on then. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stick with you saying then. I'm gonna if stick it, with you saying. If it turns out to be wrong, then I'm, I'm looks like I'm doing real gamesmanship <laughs> this is, here. This is how he gets his points. This is how it works. I'm gonna go for Chris Hoy. Cool, locked in. Um, least common answer. You've both kind of talked about this already. What was the least, um, yeah, picked person or people? Ooh, how much do our public know about tandems? I I, I think if you. My my take on this is if you've never ridden one, you think, oh, that looks like good fun. Yes. And we had to do one for a charity thing once. And what we did is we cycled it around the corner into an Ikea car park, got off it, and then put it in the back of a van, like thinking that we were going to do like a big trip on it. It was that. I, I would have died if we tried to go down the M32 in Bristol on that <laughs> bad boy. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they think they're easy. I'm not sure. I'm thinking, I'm thinking people think that, I think people think they're easy and that roller skating is hard. Because I would imagine if you ask most people, can you roller skate? Can you roller skate, Blade? Never been anywhere near him. Right. So I reckon the least popular answer is Lance Armstrong. Okay, Lance Armstrong for Ben. I'm going to say just because he's on foot, even though I think I think he would win. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Chris Hoy. No, I'm, I'm going I'm to say Prince William and, and King Charles on a tandem. That's what I'm going for. Least common answer. Locked in. And uh, the last question on this round: What was the most common answer for twenty-five and unders? So the kids, the kids on the guest nation, what are they thinking? They'll be thinking, "Who are these people?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> who the hell are these guys? Yeah, they won't know who Lance. Well, they might. They'll know who Lance Armstrong is, but I don't think they'll. Um, so, what are you saying? Who is the? Who was the most common? Well, what was the most common answer for those aged twenty-five and under on the guest nation? I'm going to say. Usain Bolt again. I agree. I think they see it's in the name. They're probably aware of he's still kind of is he still competing Usain Bolt or, or is he kind of as he kind of retired now? I know he kind of popped up in the world of football yeah. a little bit as well, didn't he? He's quite good at yeah, and he was fast still. And also, twenty twelve was he was he in twenty twelve yeah. Olympic? Yeah, 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 I reckon it's still around. Yeah, yeah I'm saying Usain Bolt. I'm gonna agree. Locked in. 
So the results are in. You both got one out of three on that. Oh. Oh. Equally as disappointing as each other. Yeah. So I wonder what was the one that we got right. <laughs> oh. So the most common answer was actually Lance Armstrong. What? what? That completely unpicks logic to me. Who are these people? Who are these I want to know. I want names. <laughs> and I want to know. Yeah, go on. Crazy. Fine. The I I think that might be the uh, the blades element of that, where people are thinking that you know, Chris Hoy on foot is a big guy, big thighs, so it might take a while to get going. Your logic on the tandem and the kid size BMX, maybe the rollerblades are the most accessible of the uh, of the form. Not sure. That's, that's the destination for you, isn't it? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how they think. We'll never know. I I reckon because I do dancing on ice, right? So oh, I, yeah. can, I can ice skate, and uh-huh. uh, we since then did some rollerblade thing for a telly thing. I reckon if I was to time myself running a hundred meters or rollerblading hundred, I reckon running's quicker. You reckon running is quicker than rollerblading? Only because rollerblades are good when you want to cruise. Right, okay, but yeah. But when you're trying to go fast, you're essentially running in them, aren't you? That's <laughs> yeah, all you're doing. It's really slippy running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing social content for us if you got time to do that this evening. Yeah, I've actually got them in the bag, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring that, yeah. Um, the least common answer picked was Chris Hoy. <gasps> what? The actually the only person on foot, okay. I wonder whether that's a... Um, lots of people might not have known who he was for the yeah. youngsters. When did he retire? Maybe, well, 2012, 2000. Yeah, I'm not sure, but not yeah, sure. you're probably right. Them young'uns, innit? Them young'uns. And, and those young'uns did, in say, you, did indeed say Usain Bolt, so uh, you both got that one correct for uh-huh. one out of three. Okay. Uh, can I just say that Royals on a Tandem does sound like a Smith song? <laughs> uh, it could be there as well. So where, where are we at in total scores so far then, Statman Matt? So Ben is edging you out, Bush, three and a half to two and a half, but still all to play for. Okay. Amazing. Well, um, let's have a little pause there. Ben, I mean, it would be remiss of us uh, to have you on our uh, podcast with, without getting you to do a bit of magic for us. Okay. Is, is that a thing? Would you be able to do it, that? I mean, you have a, um, a bag with you that looks like something that you might put ransom money in. <laughs> Leather hold all. My satchel. Satchel. Um, yeah, I've got a satchel. I'll grab something from my satchel. Give me five seconds. Not even. Brilliant. That's great. Right. Okay. So Ben, ben has nipped out to get... Um, what, have you, what did you get from your bag? A deck of cards. Deck of cards. So here's the thing, right? And as much as I say this, there will be comments of people saying, you've set this up. So I'm going to ask you, be honest, have we set this up? No. You know this podcast. It's completely disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, right? I literally did something like this on a, on a TV show, and all the comments were like, well, he's just told them to do that. And you go, what would be the point? It would literally be absolutely pointless doing any of this. Yeah, that's okay? not magic. It's just like make, like making stuff up, isn't right. it? Do you know what I mean? So, so here's the deal. Um, and what I'm, if you are just listening to this audio, I will describe it. But we are filming this as well. To, so whatever I say is happening is actually happening, all right? So I've got a deck of cards here. Um, and again, we haven't pre-planned anything. I didn't show you or get you to pick a card a minute ago or anything like that. They've literally come straight out of my bag, uh, my satchel. So what I want you to do is... Um, <laughs> Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of a card. Okay, right? But okay. don't do it just yet okay. because here's the thing. You being a music person, Ace of Spades always comes to mind. That's what I just thought of. Exactly. That is the weirdest thing. It's a miracle, the end. No, Brilliant. Um, Great trick. Thanks, Ben. And if you are listening to this, do this as well, right? But here's the thing. Ace of Spades most obvious. Apparently for ladies, statistically, the Queen of Hearts is the most obvious, all right? All right. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to um, think of the four, uh, the four suits for me, right? you got Hearts, Diamonds, Clubs, Spades. Think of one of those suits, all yeah. right? Okay, yeah. you got one. And then I'm gonna in your uh, I'm gonna run through them, 
And in your mind, I just want you in your mind just to stop on one of them, okay? All okay. right. So you've got ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, jack, queen, king. All right. Did you in your mind stop on one? I did. So you've got a suit, you've got a value, you've essentially got a card in your head, yeah? I have, yeah. All right. Look at me for a second. Literally just look at me. I'm staring at him, he's staring at me. I'm going to tell you the card in your head is. I've got it. Seven of hearts. No. Really? Yeah. What was it? It was the ten of clubs. Oh. Uh, okay. Have well, I have I short circuited the, uh, the ten trick? of clubs? Ten of clubs. Okay. So here's the weird thing. Um, I've been holding this deck of cards the entire time. They're in the box. They've been there from the beginning. We've been filming this. There's been no funny business. There's been no funny business. Been in the satchel before. You said, this. you said the ten of clubs. Ten of clubs. Before we met inside this deck, I turned over one card. Okay. I'll do this as slow as humanly possible. I will literally just open the cards, take them out. <laughs> I'll slide them out of the deck I'll literally just spread them and you'll see that there is one card right in the middle the other way around from the rest it's face down you're wow. staring at one face down card that is in the middle can I I'm, take it? I'm going to pass it over to you peel it out of the deck have a look at it oh my word it's the ten of clubs that is that is mad that is crazy <laughs> it's witchcraft how do you do that? How? I mean, you can't tell me, but I mean, that's just unbelievable. <laughs> I've been implanting thoughts in your brain for weeks there. He's well, gone on yeah. about 10 all the time this morning. It's like 10 minutes before this. Yeah, I told, I told you I went clubbing earlier. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's so good. Uh, what, what what have you got coming up on the horizon then? What's what's next in, in the world of Ben Hanlon? So, uh, well, we're coming to the end of the year, aren't we? We've got 2024. So at the moment, I do a lot of um, live performance. So I, I go up and down the country or different countries doing anything from corporate events to live shows. to um, And then when I'm not doing that, I'm usually making a lot of content. So it's on TikTok, social media. I'll, can I give myself a plug? Do it because you, your, your social media stuff is absolutely huge. Oh, thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's at Ben Hanlon. And the reason for that was because of the pandemic it all stopped um and it's probably the it's the same as music right you needed with comedy as well you had to be on telly to sell tickets so the right. goal was get on telly sell theater tickets or get on telly and that creates now the generations below us and, and myself kind of included we don't, it's it's changed it's all about the views i can get online will then equal ticket sales and me performing live so it's a fun way to help you know get out and do live shows really and the i mean you showed us just before we started recording the uh the, the video view on um countdown <laughs> yeah and how many how many views did that had that's just crazy. yes so i did it weirdly it was, i did a maths trick to rachel riley obviously so i got her to think of a number and it was a weird maths geeky trick and it's done seven million views on instagram that's which, crazy which is more than the show would get you know it's mad though isn't it it's yeah amazing. yeah and what's funny about that is i've never done a maths based magic trick so it's clearly tapped into some sort of yeah. math psyche yeah um, people so love that stuff yeah yeah amazing well listen uh let's let's get into the final round of the quiz then statman matt over to you atlassian software like jira confluence and trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great but together we're so much better that's why millions of teams around the world including 75 percent of the fortune 500 trust atlassian software learn how to unleash the potential of your team at atlassian.com that's a-t-l-a-s-s-i-a-n.com atlassian this episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use gift mode. 
Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Thanks, Bush. Uh, news just in. The Neom line is 170 kilometres long. There you go. Yeah. Who knew? That'll come up in a pub quiz at some point, folks. Yeah, remember that. Anyway, round three, to change the tone somewhat, <laughs> is about blinking. We asked the destination how many times they thought they could blink in two seconds if they tried their very hardest. Okay? <laughs> I want you to tell me, question one, what was the most common answer? Well, so, so the question is, just so I'm clear, in... How many times people think it was possible to blink in two seconds? How many times they thought they could blink in two seconds, If, but critically, if they tried their hardest? I mean, I'll count to two if you want to have a go at blinking. <laughs> well, is there, there must be a world record of this. Somebody must have a world record. And it's another short distance. You know, earlier on with the, the short yeah. distance with the with the, the, the foot race and the, yeah. and the rollerblades, it was 100 metres, whatever. This is two seconds is not a lot of blinks, is it? Uh, well, let's, should, should we do it then? Okay, so you're going to... I'll go one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Okay, okay three... Oh, I'll do a countdown. Three, two, one. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> was anybody was anybody counting? It was an amazing uh, thing to see. Yeah, By but. the way, what? Right, two things have just happened there. First of all, well, one thing's happened. Everybody listening to this, if they are not driving, has done the exact same thing I've just done there, haven't they? They've all just blinked and gone. Uh, what a look! And I, then I've realised you can't do that and count how many times you're blinking at the same time. I describe the look as vinegar strokes. What, what I think we need is, I think we need a camera on me in slow-mo that can almost do a slow-mo replay of yes. how many it was. I reckon, do that. I reckon about 10. I reckon. 10 mm. in two seconds. Maybe. You were going pretty fast. It was, it was like vibrating. Does it count? Uh, no, I don't. What, oh, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> who's coming up with these questions? Strange. That's the, one of the strangest questions we've had. I'm, I'm going to go five. Five blinks in two seconds. Great. Half of what Ben's saying. That's not many, is it? I'm doing it now myself. It's really weird when you do it. It's, <laughs> it's a strange thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know the thing about blinking, right? So for anyone with young children, it, basically when you've got young children, it's essentially just filling time before they have to go to bed is what you have to do every weekend. Yeah. You're like, I've got 12 hours to kill. What am I doing? So I've got I've gone through all the classic games. Yeah. Um, so being a blink off. You know, blink off. You know, like a classic blink off. So I'll sit there with my six-year-old and go, right, me and you, we'll look at each other. First one to blink is exiled from the house or whatever it is, right? But the high stakes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I haven't seen him for three months. I think he's okay. Um, anyway, but do you know what I learned about a blink off? And I, this is a scientific thing. You know when people are preparing for a blink off. So if I said to you, me and you can have a blink off. Yeah. A lot of people go right. I'm going to get my blinking out. Yeah, to yeah. Like, just blink it off. Blink it off. Blink yeah, it off. Get that. prepared. That does the opposite. It like oversaturates your eye and your tear because every time you blink you're lubricating your eye that's right, what yeah, that yeah, is yeah. when you blink a lot you're adding extra lubrication stuff. so it actually makes you then blink more in the following minute sage advice if you're looking to get into Look, the uh, pro blink I was going to say any serious blinkers out there DM me I've got a, a, a handbook um, and I the eye book my, my, my five year old Theo is amazing at doing the whole 
stare out thing. I don't know whether younger kids find it easier to just... Because she can just keep going. I've never seen anything like it. She might be a pro. Turn pro later on in life. Look, Big future ahead of her. DM me. I I can hook her up with some coaches. I'll get the handbook. Get her to get the handbook. (laughs) Okay, so you're going going, uh, 10. Round number 10. I'm going to go 5. Lock them in, Matt. Great. What was the lowest number chosen by someone on the guestination? 2. I'm going to say... That was straight in. No messing around there from Ben. I'm going to say two as well. I think that's one is ridiculous. Yes, but uh, two is feasible. One, two. I think people just went one, two, done. Yeah. Two blink per second. Yeah, great. And for the tiebreak question, I need to add this up to see whether I need this first. But I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, what was the highest number someone said on the destination? Do you think? <laughs> Ben's doing that face again. <laughs> it is like you've just eaten. What was the sour? Sour food you had, the sour sweets. Oh, the fantastic. Yeah, it's like you've just had one of them and it's at the back of your mouth and you're going, Ugh. and you're blinking. Um, the highest amount. I, I mean, the intelligence of the British public never ceases to amaze me. So <laughs> you could have one absolute rogue person that doesn't understand. What do you reckon? Um, what are we thinking here? The, the the highest number you did when you were doing your face. Then that was <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of blinking going on. So I, I think someone could say something like thirty. Really, it's a lot of blinks. There was a lot of blinking. I'm gonna say somebody might go. You could I, twenty. I'd say twenty for Ben. Thirty for me. Mm-hmm. We'll lock it in for the old tiebreaker. This, this is the final this round, is it. right? Final round. By the way, for. can I tell you my my favourite question of the three by an absolute country mile? Go on. Was the hundred meters? Um, I just that has really tickled me. By the way, so well done. Theatre of the mind. It's all yeah. about. I imagine a lot of people have been thinking about Chris Hoy running along on foot whilst Lance yeah. Armstrong goes it past was, him on rollerblades. I mean, obviously, you've got AI now. If you could AI mock up um, Prince Charles and uh, King Charles and Prince William on a tandem with like Lance Armstrong, if you could mock up that start line. That would be amazing. That you know what the, we had the jubilee celebrations. What a way to celebrate! Yeah. That would have been great if we can get the gang back together for that. There's not enough celebrities running novelty hundred meters. <laughs> it's a knockout's not a thing anymore, is it? Remember, there used to be the, the big yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Celebs dressed as giant penguins going around on like a yeah. revolving floor, getting hosed by people dressed as jesters. Bring it back. Mm. On that, on that, on that uh, <laughs> bombshell. Hold on, that is that a game show though? It does this. This game show must exist where you get like four random celebrities and you ha- pitch the wager like that, and then the contestants have to bet. Is that you? You have to bet who's going to win, and then you do the thing. Well, I mean, that is a new format right there because you bet. Remember that you bet would be like a guy that thinks he can remember all of the train stations in Northumberland. Yeah, go on TV, fail embarrassingly but you, you, you're talking about wagering a bet on celebrity performance yeah it's the new generation I've got it guys here it is that's it it's a three way split though oh, oh here we go look at the money bags over there <laughs> you signed the form Ben you signed the Any, form anything you say during the podcast <laughs> is technically as it's R.I.P I can't do that trick anymore <laughs> yeah, sorry I own that the yeah. tenor clubs one I own that uh, that's great well uh, we've locked them in uh, Matt Right, so the answer. So, so on that round, Ben, you got one out of two. Bush, you got a you big fat zero. Unfortunately, the what most common answer hell? was indeed ten. Was it the most? That's what the guest nation said. Ten blinks most in two seconds. Indeed, and the lowest someone chose was actually three. So you're you're both very very close. I did wonder that whether two was absurdly low. Yeah, but it was close. It was close. It was damn close. It was close. And the tiebreaker, someone said three hundred and forty-six. 
very specific. There you go. I echo the words that I <laughs> said earlier. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, <laughs> British public, there's always somebody that is... That person, whoever you ask, don't ask again, because they clearly weren't invested in the game, were they? It's a very good point, actually, because uh, Bo- Bobby Seagull mentioned this uh, on a previous episode, that all it takes is one wild card to ruin the average, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's there's the always one. It's the British public for you. the British public for so, you. So that's the scores on the door. So, Ben, you took this quiz four and a half out of ten. Come on. Bush, two and a half. I'm sorry about that. I got trounced. You got trounced. But, Ben, that means you are the winner of a very limited edition guestimators oh. Oh. mug. Oh. oh, I didn't know I'd get a mug. Look at this. Forget, the, at cl- this. forget the countdown clock. It's all about the guestimators oh, mug. Oh, it's wrapped in cellophane as well. Look, you can hear it. Oh. Ooh, I will drink the tea of success <laughs> yes. from that. Well done, Ben. Thank you, guys. Hope you're happy fun. with yourself. Uh, what, have, what have you learned about the British public from uh, the quiz then, Ben? What do you reckon? Um, I have learned... Oh, what have I... What was the... Tokyo, was, where was that? that? That surprises me the most. That was a surprise, yeah. wasn't it? Um, and what was the, the Lance Armstrong winning? I've learned that people have massively overestimated how easy rollerblades are. Because <laughs> they're just not. I think you all need to have a long, hard look at yourselves and try some rollerblading, and then you'll you'll change those answers. I love that. Massively overestimated how uh, how easy rollerblading is. Let that be the epitaph for this particular episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We've run out of time. Thank you to our celebrity guest, the brilliant Ben Hanlon. Make sure you keep an eye on our socials as well for those tricks that he's done. It's been fantastic. Uh, make sure you listen right to the end as well to hear who topped the leaderboards this week. And come and say hi, like I say, on socials. And remember to register to play at guestimators.com. And get your voice notes to us, like Harriet did in her weird view on Athens. Oh seven four five four four oh four two seven nine. The link is also in the Twitter bio. You've been listening to Guestimators. We will see you next time. Hello, Guestimators. It's Statman Matt here. I hope you enjoyed that fantastic episode with Ben. And make sure you follow our social media channels, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok in particular to see Ben's great attempt at rapid blinking and also the amazing trick that he pulled off on Bush. But I know the reason why you really tuned into this bit is to hear whether you topped the leaderboard this week. It was actually a tough week with an average score of 4 out of 10, but the highest score was a 7.5, and and that was achieved by just one person, Kylie Hamshaw. Despite a slow start and only half marks on the first three questions, Kylie only failed to get one answer wrong in rounds 2 and 3, to bring home the win. Congratulations, Kylie. Someone will be in touch with you soon about getting your winner's prize to you. That is all from me. See you next week, Guestimators. (laughs) 